0: episode of the flock podcast i'm dewey as always i'm joined by my good friends connor hello and bob welcome to 2024 hey i haven't showered since last year i have do they make neoprene socks your mic's being weird let me turn it up also we have a special guest
1: oh that's that's me it's kelsey
2: hello kelsey uh I feel like my feet are always cold. And if I had socks made out of uh, like wetsuit material, like neoprene, I think that'd be really nice for me. Okay. Do you know why a wetsuit keeps you warm? Because water gets inside. Yeah. Yeah. I would keep my feet wet. Also, my feet kind (laughs) of sweat. Neoprene. They get clammy.
0: Neoprene socks, but you uh, wear fish tanks on your feet.
2: Yeah. Or I just like like have a bucket of water next to my front door and I just step in it before I leave the house and you think this is a good idea I mean if it keeps my damn feet warm you can just wear thicker socks it never does the trick (laughs) sounds like a blood flow problem it probably is I have have long limbs and a weak heart
0: (laughs) my chest always hurts (laughs) (laughs) every time I eat anything I feel bad poor constitution what's wrong with you Kelsey you got any medical problems you want to (laughs) talk about
2: you know in like, uh, in like uh, Victorian novels when they talk about somebody being like a sickly child? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's me. I feel like I've got Victorian body <laughs> syndrome. Victorian body syndrome. Yeah. I have delicate little bones and my, my organs My suck.
1: dad gets Raynaud's pretty badly in his fingers. Like they, they almost his entire fingers, fing, fingies turn white <laughs> when it's cold out. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently I've been like, I was looking at mine the other day and I, my hands were cold. And I was like, oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> my <laughs> toes do were that. Starting to,
2: they turn white sometimes.
1: That's probably why your feet are always cold.
2: Yeah. So it's just blood flow problem? Yeah.
1: Am
2: I going to die from it? I don't think so. Okay. Doesn't matter.
1: It could get worse the older you get, but. Uh, it has. Do they, do, are heated socks a thing? I got him heated gloves for Christmas and he was heated like, this like is like
2: awesome. I plug them in? <laughs> I do I plug them into my phone and they heat my toes up.
1: Well, it's like, I imagine it'd be like heated gloves.
2: How do those work?
1: Um, I think you charge them.
2: They got batteries
0: in them?
1: I don't know. I bought him some and I don't remember how they worked. <laughs> but he liked them because he would run. And okay. he was like, I'm having problems with running because my, my fingers up to my palm are just white. There's no blood in them.
2: <laughs> well, I also have, yeah, I feel like I have that problem too. Because uh, on my birthday last year, uh, Bob and I went for a 6 a.m. bike ride.
3: Oh, yeah, we did.
2: He's like, You want to go for a 6 a.m. bike ride tomorrow? And in my head, I was like, Tomorrow's my birthday. And I was like, I don't think Bob realizes that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. And uh, my hands went completely numb in the first 10 minutes, and they stayed that way for
0: hours.
1: Best heated socks, 2023.
0: Well, that's not going to be any use to us now. Yeah, it's 2024. (laughs) Welcome to 2024. (laughs) Regardless, they exist. (laughs)
2: They're out there.
0: I don't get cold. Well, Bob. you'd love living here then you're built different
2: you can eat whatever you want and it doesn't hurt you you can be in whatever you're like kind of an extremophile
3: no i think i just don't i don't have the
0: sensory feeling that you have just i think it's you you're trying to say is that you're built different i'm built different but i don't know it's not necessarily better i
3: have a
2: high pain tolerance i'm just uncomfortable no i'm saying
3: you i think you feel things more like you taste food more than i do (laughs) like emotions and
2: you're and you
3: feel whether you're cold or not more more than i do yeah so i'm not saying i don't get cold i'm saying i don't notice it (laughs) okay i'm like a. am like the fucked up little man i'm like the like a you know they had like uh dinosaurs they had to have the secondary brain in their backs
0: what? <laughs> what are you talking? I about? think that they taught you that no, a long it's time like a thing
3: they- like like the Brontosaurus had like a secondary little like nervous center like in its spine?
2: Oh, cuz it was too big. Because it, it would take
3: too long f- relay. For, to the nerves to relay back and forth. I think I'm I'm that but I'm m- missing the other part. <laughs> I'm like a Brontosaurus. <laughs> so I just kind of don't get those notifications. <laughs> Like when I like I I should drink water and I'll get that like three days later.
2: Yes, yeah, like how you can still see uh, stars that are dead because the light <laughs> is—we're still getting the light from when they were alive. Yeah, because they're so far away. Basically,
3: it's not that I'm like—I'm not saying I'm tough. I'm saying I'm stupid. <laughs> that's what it is. My brain doesn't work the right way.
0: I should be hungry all the time. I should be thirsty. That's how the saying goes. If you're going to be tough, you got to be stupid, right?
3: Yeah. I think so. I'm I am sure That's
0: how it goes. Yeah. There's no way to check. No way to check. What's up, Kelsey?
1: Well, I'm just sitting here minding my own business. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you want to plug anything? We usually do that.
1: I guess I can plug my Twitch. I might, whenever Pal World comes out, if mm. it's a real game, I will probably stream it. Hell yeah. It's right. twitch.tv forward slash Sinceri C-I-N-S-E-R-I
0: Link in the description.
1: I have mm. not been t- streaming. Don't expect that until Power
2: World happens.
0: But mark your calendars. When but it yeah, mark
1: thing. your calendars because I I don't know when it's coming
2: out. Yeah, I mean you're basically the fourth flock boy. Yeah. So
1: thanks. <laughs> dap me up. <laughs>
0: dap me. Up. <laughs> I dapped up Kelsey for everyone listening, and everyone listening should dap up Kelsey too. <laughs> yeah. Next yeah, time I'm she Kelsey here, dap ready. them up
1: yeah big dog
0: yeah. yeah even if even if kelsey doesn't know
2: you if you see them yeah. out in the world just run up and be like yeah if you see someone you think might <laughs> be up, just yeah. yeah what's up and then run away <laughs> don't say anything
3: yeah. even if you don't know if if it's actually kelsey if you think it <laughs> yeah. might be kelsey just try it
2: <laughs> yeah, you go a
1: yeah just, just short say short white blonde femme
2: yeah. just
1: app them up <laughs> could be me who knows
2: could be kelsey could be my girlfriend
1: yeah that's true i feel i feel like emily would love for random people to
2: tap her <laughs> oh yeah she's you know what give her a hug if you see her <laughs> yeah and you don't know her she'd love that <sighs>
1: yeah Power world maybe okay whenever if it's real if that game is bad i'm gonna be Devastating.
0: it will be upsetting seeing as you've been waiting for a very long time i mean the other game was so good there's no way power world can be bad
1: i really i need it to be good i need for if one thing is going to happen in 2024 it's that i need power world to be good kelsey's new
2: year's resolution is for power world to be good (laughs) 2023 was practice (laughs) whatever
1: it takes
2: (laughs) by any means necessary (laughs) remember when we got obsessed with that game for
3: like a month I don't remember the fucking name of it.
1: I don't even. I didn't even realize they put out another game.
3: Well, is it the Craftopia game? Craftopia. Yes. Yeah. Uh. That game was so fucking weird. <laughs>
2: so yeah. weird, dude. Every time something would happen, I'd be like, it couldn't get any weirder than this. And then lo and behold, five minutes later, it got, it got weirder. <laughs> weirder.
3: <laughs> My favorite part was when they put out a patch that fixed a bunch of stuff. And. It did fix a bunch of things, but one of the things that broke was the physics when you open a chest, <laughs> or, or when an enemy dropped loot. Because normally it would just kind of like when you kill an enemy, like the loot will kind of like explode, f- physics style, explode out. Mm-hmm. But I guess a decimal place got moved, so when you killed an enemy, it literally
0: like <laughs> went everywhere.
3: So you had to search for things after you killed it. It's insane. <laughs>
0: it was so good. Oh man,
3: what a great game.
0: I never played that. Maybe I should. That sounds fun. It's fucking crazy. It's a lot of poop in that game. Yeah, <laughs> I love when a game like that or Russ has like a mechanic where you can poop. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's like
0: if um, what am I what am I going to say here? If Duke Nukem lets you peep and poop, it's like if. Uh, well, it didn't seem like they're trying to be funny about it either. Yeah it seemed no like, this is serious shit
2: pun intended <laughs> uh, you know, you it's know, like if minecraft just got out of prison
3: okay <laughs> or if minecraft was made solely in china <laughs> okay and they a lot of cultural things didn't really j- transfer yeah, over if
0: no minecraft skeletons
2: went to uh like reeducation camp okay yeah craftopia is good <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say it's
3: good. That's a stretch, okay? It was fun to play and it was so surprising cuz every time something every time you unlocked like a new a new tier of thing you could do, mm-hmm. it was just like no clue there could be anything in this. Yeah. Like it started off and it was kind of like a uh, what was the what was the a Valhalla? Yeah, 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 yeah. It started off and it was kind of Valhalla style and then all of a sudden there's like crafting and base building. We're like okay there's this stuff and then there's like a farming thing that you can do and then you can catch the monsters and like make them fight for you You just like kept building and
2: like what was the racing thing there was like a racing mini game
0: I love a game like that that it's does everything much. and not everything hits, but you're just like, I can't believe this keeps going. Yeah. They,
2: were, they were like, We like every kind of game. So, what kind of game should we make? Oh, let's make every kind of game. Yeah. Feels nope.
1: like that's what they're doing with Power World. Power World yeah. looks like a more polished version of it. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. Like there someone no where P- it's Pikachu, but you got, he got a gun? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not only does he have a gun, he
0: makes the guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs>
1: makes the guns. You, and then there's, there's like the funny stealth portions oh, that they showed God. in trailers
0: you also exploit pikachu yeah. as a worker oh yeah, yeah. the, yeah. the right. meaner
2: I forgot about you all that were to them stuff.
1: the more pro- productive they were yeah there's
0: that
2: stuff in uh, craftopia too yeah. mm-hmm. all the weird machines you could build and you have to kill the
3: cows to make them work in the treadmill things <laughs> it's cra- was, that's what i'm saying
2: craftopia was insane and good it was so and pal world looks like just a better version there was like there was stuff in craftopia where i'd be like yeah, I'm going to like do something with this cow. And Bob would be like, what cow? I'm like, the cow is right in front of you. And he's like, I don't see a cow there. And I'm like, well, I got a cow on my screen. Watch, I'll go stand on it. And Bob's like, oh yeah, you're just floating in front of me. <laughs> God, what a good game.
0: I love when games do that shit. Where it's just not, it's not on the same side. Uh.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to give uh, Pikachu, a Kalashnikov, Squirtle... Uh,
0: the ammo for it and make mm. them both run at the enemy
2: mm-hmm. all right if one of you dies you pick up the other
0: one <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't worry there's there'll be enough ammo by the end of the battle <laughs> um, plant-based energy yeah i'm drinking true north pure energy seltzer it's not very good but they were uh, out of highball and they're like do you want this and so i said sure and this is the black cherry flavor it's like a less carbonated highball and by less, I mean like almost no carbon- carbonation. Okay.
2: During the bonus episodes, I drank is sour pink lemonade ghost. Uh, and I'm I'm blinking a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My eye's twitching a little bit and I keep blinking and uh, I
0: feel not great. Yeah. You know? I'm drinking this because I don't know if I need caffeine or if I need um water. Probably water. I just don't have one. What if they made caffeinated water? Mio. Oh! That's what this is. Pure energy seltzer. Hey, I drink water today.
2: Yeah, how much? One
0: hydro flask's worth.
2: That's better than nothing. I thought uh, you were gonna how say big like, is the hydro flask. Uh, water
0: coffee's got water in it. <laughs> I, I had a coffee today. I did have a coffee. And you also had a zero NOS. And I had a zero NOS. How how many MGs are we working with in there? Caffeine wise? Two hundred. Okay. What well, you got? This isn't that much. This is hundred and seventy five, I think you think that 15 milligrams is really making a difference 125 okay 75, 75. that's a cup of coffee that's an espresso I uh, right two <clears throat> in a rain
1: you're the most caffeinated person i know
0: i know and that's why i'm the greatest i feel yeah. like my eyes are moving more
2: than normal <laughs> like even if i'm looking at something they're like doing this i'm i'm,
0: I'm at my baseline
1: Energy uh, drinks never make me feel more awake or alert, uh, but they make me feel like my body is going to do anxious. something crazy. Yeah. yeah,
0: You just need to start you need to pick up snowboarding then. <laughs> or something extreme. Okay. I feel like I need to do push-ups.
2: Yeah. But I also feel like if I did push-ups, I would hurt myself.
4: <clears throat> I
3: never Be feel too many.
2: like the, uh, the bones in my fingers would maybe like, <laughs> come out of the skin. I don't normally drink energy drinks, and yeah. this is not good for me. I do. I don't, and uh, it is good for me. I
0: don't,
3: I don't usually get. I feel like I get energy from it. They make me fidgety, and yeah. then tired. I don't have to go to sleep, which is good. But the fidgety part, I don't. Yeah,
2: like. you got a lot of YouTube to watch. Yeah, think about how much time you'd save if you had premium and you didn't have to watch the ads. Though. I like
3: the ads. I, <laughs> Where else am I going to see my, my Rocket Money fake podcast? Yeah, end? that's
1: true. Who's rocking four screens at once on?
0: gooning? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is on the couch. I, I goon at my desk, please. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, that's please. My, I'm civilized.
0: <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting four screens mashed up with two monitors. I oh, have wow. two monitors <laughs> that can display more than four screens, but I have one TV that has YouTube uh YouTube TV on it and can okay. display all four football games that are running. And I said, damn, this is the, this is the...
1: So, you you liked it yeah. set up that way and I yeah. was like, how do you know what to yeah. look
0: at? <laughs> the, ADA, the ADHD dream right there. Yeah. Dude, that stresses me out. Yeah. I can't like... As soon as they throw the ball and the play ends, then you can look at the next screen.
3: Yeah, because you've got a while to wait before.
0: Yeah, it's going to take at least another like 30 seconds. So I got to look at the next screen. Sometimes there's I'm a realistically
1: commercial. not even harnessing the full power of two monitors yet. No. And so for four football games at once, I was like,
0: yeah, was great. I'm just
1: going to play my game. What do you
0: think would happen if you were alone with your thoughts? It's not good. I get really (laughs) sad. So I usually just block it all out. I'll walk
1: out of the room for a minute. I'll come back and you have an AirPod.
2: (laughs) 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 I'm exposed. I don't have anyone to talk to for the next
4: 30 seconds. (laughs) That's so true, too.
0: I know exactly what you mean. well here's the thing i've been spending i've been spending all this time with you i don't have time to catch up. i'm this huge backlog of not only youtube but also podcast so i've gotta go what do you do in the shower i listen to my i've listened to podcasts (laughs) sometimes i watch uh it depends sometimes it's like maybe i'll listen to a podcast but some of the times i'll be like i'll watch melee in the the shower or whatever whatever my youtube algorithm is
2: yeah i do my best thinking in the shower if there's I, something i need to like
4: i can't like
2: can't. i am so for some reason being in the shower everything like my mind gets quiet and i can think so clearly yeah like if i'll literally be like working on something and i'll be like i gotta
0: go shower about this and i'll go get in the shower and i'll
2: just like brainstorm
0: it's crazy i, I put on uh one hour fallout lore videos while i go to sleep yeah i mean i definitely have to watch something while i fall asleep Yeah but
1: I've driven in silence and thought about things more than once. And I feel like that is a rare, rare thing nowadays.
0: I've done that before, but then I just
1: <laughs> once, and it you always, said never again. <laughs> goes,
0: if I think too much, it goes down to dark paths. So yeah. I can't, I gotta stop my, gotta embrace the
2: darkness though. You gotta no. be like, you gotta harness it. Bad things. That's what I happen. do. And look at me. I'm doing great. <laughs> no one wants to, no one wants me to do that. Uh, I'll cook. I'll spend an hour cooking dinner without listening to a That's podcast.
4: That's
1: an Crazy. hour. I do that too, Connor. It's not that. Uh, thank <laughs> you, Hold
2: on. Hold on. I, can you? Do you want to come on a podcast more? Because you're making me feel like pretty normal
0: right Hold now. Hold
3: on. Not only do you not listen to anything while you're cooking, but you Sometimes spend an listen-
0: hour <laughs>
2: cooking. Yeah,
0: okay. an hour. Yes, I don't think I've spent more than ten minutes. What do you? That's why you're digging up the potatoes. Yeah, what are you doing? What takes an hour? I'm harvesting the beans. Prep? (laughs) You gotta prep, cook, and clean. That's thrown out everything. That's... You put the dishes in for girlfriend to do later.
3: It takes... It takes takes two minutes to heat up a pan, burn whatever you have in it, eat it over the sink, no dishes. Do you want to hear my process for making tacos? Because it takes an hour. Oh my God. It takes an hour and then you eat for 30 seconds. Or I do. <laughs> you eat. Not all
2: of us eat standing over the sink, Bob.
3: Well, <laughs> I got YouTube to watch. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Watch YouTube while you eat.
0: That's what I do. I can't do that. I can't focus on more than one thing. <laughs> I don't really focus on eating, but it's like the, the same like vibe of like, if I was an aristocrat, I'd have to like w- watch the... Uh, the plebeians get ripped and <laughs> Teared apart by animals <laughs> while I Eat my meal Okay, that's kind of, I bring it back to like medieval times That's why I don't feel bad about watching YouTube
2: But food has to cook for For, for a time In order to get to a place where it Tastes good usually Unless you're like stir frying <laughs>
3: You turn it on until it's Hot enough to burn the food That's how long it takes You put the pasta in the water Then you turn the stove on
0: Until it gets soft. No, you know what is crazy? Kelsey's been doing this thing where I put pasta in and then they say set a timer. I'm like, why? You just take out a noodle after a few minutes and you taste it, and if it's hard, then it's go back. uh, I don't do any other
2: stuff while you're cooking that, so you don't want to forget.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the other stuff I'm doing is listening to YouTube and vacuuming the house. Here's the thing. You put the noodles Uh, in, I just
3: I guess. (laughs) I drain them whenever I think they're good. You don't, you don't even, even taste them? If they're
0: crunchy, I eat crunchy noodles that night. People people always... Well, people... I, at some point in my life, someone was talking about how you take out a noodle and you throw it against the refrigerator and if it sticks, it's ready. Yeah.
1: I would That's, be very upset if you started doing you know. that. Yeah, I know. I don't do that. I've
0: graduated <laughs> to fishing one out and chewing it to see. But I just, now I have to set an alarm. You know... <clears throat> I don't even do that. I just... But I, I can, I can uh, understand... Al dente. I can never mind who's oh who's this fucking al dente guy then huh Uh, you wouldn't know (laughs) (laughs) i guess i wouldn't who the hell is albert dente guys you guys are gonna leave (laughs) um no when i do when i cook i listen to podcasts but i also clean while i'm i clean cooking. while i cook yeah yeah
1: i clean the things i'm cooking with while i cook you clean the house while you <laughs> yeah <cook. laughs>
0: i vacuum i start vacuuming
2: sometimes i listen to podcasts while i cook but sometimes i just just think
0: about i usually stuff.
1: have to read instructions because i i like making a lot of different things so i'm usually looking yeah. at a recipe which is why i'm not listening to stuff
0: i listen to stuff while i look at recipe
1: i can't multitask like here's that. the thing if i
0: don't have this
3: recipe <laughs> just, you put out a book of them. Yeah. Someone
0: unplug his mic, please. <laughs> my my thing is that I just uh, have to listen to something. And if I don't, fine. if I don't, if I'm not listening to something, I'm creating noise on my phone. Um.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. See, you are
1: doing a lot of that. <laughs> do you
0: want that? That's what happens when I don't have
2: something. Sometimes I worry, like if I'm home alone and cooking, sometimes I worry that if I have that ear pods in, I won't hear something like Ushu will be stuck and yeah. meowing and i won't hear her or someone will ring the doorbell and i won't hear it won't, and when i'm cooking i like to be able to hear what's happening in case like
0: s- something's going crazy and I'm yeah not that's looking boiling at it. all right ha- I, I got a, one ear in
1: having a cat makes cooking a different experience because you are yeah. you are very focused on one thing and Ushi uh, seems like a very good cat milkshake is not a good cat
2: <laughs>
0: she's a good cat but she's, she, she like, tries to help
1: yeah. So she's on the
0: counter.
2: Milkshake she's
1: also likes trying to Pushing
0: help. stuff around. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Gus will help for like two seconds and then he'll go sit in his crate. It's Milkshake's not
1: allowed on the counter and he knows that. Oh, and he's, still like, he's still like, yo, I'm going to get up there and see what you're doing. And yeah. I'm like, you're not going to do that. And he's like, I'm going to go get in trouble somewhere else. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes she just sits on top of the fridge and watches. Yeah, that's, nice. his,
1: that's his thing whenever I'm like, you can't be up here. He's like, what if I sit on the fridge? And I'm like, I can't. I guess you got me. <laughs> it's not the counter. You're right. Found a loophole. He does that. Eh.
2: Bob, someday I'm going to um, uh, kidnap you, Why? drug you, Why? and brainwash you into cooking. I'm going to teach you how to cook at gunpoint. I got AirPods <laughs> underneath here. <laughs>
0: I've been listening to a podcast this
3: whole time. I've also found that I'm, as of probably the last half of the year... I'm kind of post post podcast.
2: There's List, like listening. Oh, you only watch, listen to Twitch streams. I listen to Twitch streams mostly.
3: I, I find myself, there's like two or three podcasts that I'm like, listen to every week. Other than that, if I, if I see the title of the episode and it doesn't grab me, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I'll skip it. What do you think
2: your next thing is going to be once you're sick of Twitch? I don't know.
3: That's the thing. Twitch is like...
2: So, okay. So my, here's my day in <laughs> oh the morning. God. I'm going to have a stroke during this. Why? Cause I know what it is already. It's and normal. I'm already stressed out. It's normal. I refresh podcast feed. There's <sighs> sorry. What time are you
0: waking up? Six. What time did you go to bed? That's five, five? Got seven <laughs> podcasts. I need to listen to.
3: I'll refresh the feed. There's probably 40 in the list <laughs> and maybe f- six or 7 We'll have a new episode that day for any given day of the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, I might listen to one or two of them. The rest of them I usually skip. That lasts me until about noon. From, From noon until I go home, there's usually someone I follow on Twitch streaming. So then I will listen to that Twitch stream while I'm at work or while I'm going home. I get home and then I do whatever I'm doing around the house with the AirPod in one ear listening to Twitch stream. That's my...
1: What kind of streams are you listening to? Like, are you listening to like just chatting ones or games?
3: Depends on who's streaming. Hot tubs involved? No. I mean, I was going to say is it weird to
1: listen to games when you aren't able to actively watch what they're doing?
3: No, because I'm usually listening to people I'm familiar with. Okay. So I'm mostly listening for their engagement with chat and Mm -hmm. stuff. So it's it's less about the game okay i don't usually i don't think i ever really watch twitch for a game i usually watch yeah. twitch for a streamer mm-hmm. if that makes and sense. you don't want to get kicked
0: off all those lists those discords you're on so you have to tune in you gotta get them tabbed i have to have them tabbed after they're gonna kick me that was i thought it was weird that you bought an extra phone but the second extra phone <laughs> you bought now that you have three and you have multiple tabs going i thought that was interesting but
3: yeah, I had to. I had to uh, partition it so I could run multiple OSs and yeah. multiple IPs tabbed.
0: But they can't. They can't say that you're not putting in your time. Yeah, submitting your timesheets, proving it every day.
2: Have you seen those videos of the like <clears throat> yes. Twitch viewer farms? <laughs> yeah, where they just have a bunch of phones on
0: podium on like it's, little pedestals. That's <laughs> pretty cool. I uh, my day is I wake up, I put in my AirPod and I listen to whatever. I let the dog out. I put the cat up I let the dog out <laughs> I come back in I put the dog up I let the cat out I go to the gym and I'm usually listening to something there I start listening to music again oh nice just for the gym then I come back and I make food and then I just kind of sit around and wait with my hands underneath my my bum for uh Kelsey Kelsey to get home
3: AirPods and sitting on the couch <laughs> yeah. in the dark
2: room
0: yeah I am just gonna. where's my girlfriend going to get yeah. here? yeah and then i just just waiting for kelsey to ask what i want to have for dinner so i can say <laughs> i don't care i don't <laughs> care what you want and then they say no you pick i picked, and then it's just you know we do that thing
2: <clears throat> emily posted a picture of me recently where i'm like where
0: yeah ha-
2: hands and that. face hands and face uh miyamoto style or, or uh miyazaki miyazaki style Uh, Glasses, pushed up, hands on face. Uh, And I I was like, why was I doing that? And she goes, I asked you what you wanted for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) What you wanted to eat, and uh, I captured the moment of your response. What's your day look like, Kelsey?
1: I wake up, I get ready for work, I drive to work. I usually will listen to something in the car whether it's music or I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, Which
0: we all know that Connor has decided are not real books. And it's not yeah. the same as reading and it's a lesser thing, but. That's not true. Um, <laughs> listen to the bonus episodes if you want to know more about his rant on it.
1: <laughs> I go to work. Depending on what my day is like, I might listen to a little more of my audiobook at work. Kind of depends. Um, I either. Go to the gym at work, or yeah, we
3: go like a Google campus, (laughs) 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 and then we go to our company
2: buffet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They do have a cafeteria. um They have tofu, fried tofu on it. The salad bar sometimes it's actually good.
2: Is that free, or you got to pay for it?
1: It's subsidized, so it's cheap, but it's not free. I wish it was free. That'd be Um, nice there's not a lot of vegan options I actually like submitted a request thing recently being like hey chance you could have more of those we'll see they don't always have the tofu on the salad bar so it's like I kind of just bring my own food unless I'm like I really want a salad but I've walked down there before just being like I just want a container of the fried tofu and nothing else and then (laughs) they're like not today and I'm like "All right, I walked down a lot of stairs to get here (laughs) um I'll either go to the gym and then come home or I'll come straight home. Depends how I'm feeling. Because Sometimes I go to the crunch around the corner to uh, listen to stuff while I'm at the gym, come home and then I say, dude, what do you want for dinner? And he says, I don't care. And I go, OK, you pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I always
0: pick. Also, after I after we eat, I, I forgot. I go to work and I sit in a liminal space and I um <laughs> either read manga or play a video game I've been after watching, doing one hour of work.
1: Yeah, I've been playing a game I don't really like that I uh, will talk about. But so to avoid playing the game I don't really like, I've also been watching a lot of TV after Dewey leaves for work. I've been watching a lot of Better Call yeah. Saul. You
0: sit on your hands and watch. Yeah. TV
1: <laughs> Yeah, watch a lot of Better Call Saul. Okay, that's been fun. He's a, he's a fun guy.
0: He's a fun guy.
3: Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> yeah. I think 2024 is the year I start eating lunch.
0: That's okay. Good. I think 2023 is the year that I stopped eating breakfast and I should start now. I started yeah.
2: eating breakfast again in 2023 and yeah. I just stopped eating breakfast again. Yeah. Because I gained weight. Uh, uh,
1: just a little banana and apple. <clears throat>
0: Now, I gotta go straight to the Granola gym and, and, and work out for 20 minutes and then be know. like, and then Damn, then I should have ate something.
1: Yeah. And then you're like, it's four o'clock. Time, I'm gonna eat.
0: Time to gorge. And <laughs> then I come home
1: at six. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you want for dinner? And, and you're say, like, ha ha ha. And I say,
0: I don't care.
1: Because <laughs> you ate two hours ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's this game you've been playing?
1: Do we want to move on to that?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. I've been playing Persona 5 Tactica and I beat it last night Mm -hmm. and I did not enjoy it.
4: Yeah. (laughs) And
1: I (laughs) Persona Five and Persona Five well, I really liked Persona Five. Persona Five Royal is one of my top three games of all time. Whoa. But did not like Tactica. Yeah. So Tactica is a turn based strategy game. Um it's very what was what was the game that you said it was similar to
0: uh, I'm thinking of Mario, but Mario's also based off of uh, XCOM. Yeah, XCOM. that's the one. Wait, yeah, Mario yeah. Rabbids. Yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, I was thinking what Mario, is- <laughs> Mario RPG.
4: Um,
1: art style wise, it's really cool. It is very similar, like Persona Five being a thing that's known for having a lot of style. They pushed the envelope with it again artistically and went in the direction of very like panty and stocking esque art style, like very like chibi characters um like almost like powerpuff girls yeah um
0: for those of you who don't know panty and stalking is an anime that basically uh took i would say mainly uh powerpuff girls but a lot of american cartoons and kind of made a anime out mm-hmm. of that yeah why is it called that so this <laughs> is the main characters
1: that's their names. Uh,
0: panty and stocking.
3: Did you it's talk like, about it a while ago? Oh, for a while ago, yeah. Yeah, they, I, it, remember
0: that they, now. They kind of um, it's a horny I, one. I used to have yeah. the like the yeah the the, the wall scroll up there. Uh, now it's in his bedroom on the ceiling, yeah. right above his bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but it kind of uh, it. The panty and stocking thing is the. It's like a, a. It takes the Powerpuff Girls thing and does a kind of mock version of uh, Magical Girl stuff mm-hmm. okay, in a crude way.
1: Yeah, but they do the like the like in terms of like the character design like the thick outlines and then Persona 5 Tactica use that as well. Like mm-hmm. very similar like kind of like nubby arms and hands or arms and legs. Um,
0: yeah, if you want to know what it looks like just you're on your phone w- washing the dishes just take a second.
1: <laughs> um, but Yeah, artistically was good. The OST was good as always. I think they brought Lynn back for like the vocal tracks on this one too mm-hmm. i never actually looked um i mean it's fun it's just they didn't put enough emphasis on the persona aspect mm-hmm. you can go to the velvet room you can fuse different personas it doesn't really matter mm. like your whole party can be equipped with additional personas now which is cool they'll still retain like their base persona and you as the main character will keep our sin as well. Like you don't fuse those away, but you equip these personas essentially to get like extra skills as well as an HP and SP boost, which like I just found halfway through the game didn't really matter. Like I would fuse them for like passive skills, like speed and in- like a speed boost skill, like automatically in- increases movement for like three turns or something that was useful. But like you also have a skill tree that you can dump points into and unlock new stuff. So by the end, like you didn't even really need that either. Um, and actually using the skills didn't make much of a difference in the gameplay. Like you, <clears throat> i you can knock an enemy out of hiding by using a skill and then like shoot them or use another skill or whatever to like get like an, a one more and like chain, turns um and at like i just started using skills for that because i realized that to just use a skill to do damage if i compared using my gun and it would like project how much damage it was going to do they were the same no matter what skill i used Mm -hmm. there's no weaknesses so like the type doesn't really matter it's just kind of the effect it'll have like the garu like wind skill like blows an enemy away from you and then sai brings it towards you um and then like obviously like like the pyro skill burns and the fr- like ice skill freezes but like i didn't find the status effects to be that helpful long term anyway they only lasted one turn yeah um but yeah like i would unlock like the severe damage skill and it would be the same amount of damage that gun had Yeah. <laughs> no matter what like it just didn't matter like the light medium heavy severe damage like didn't actually mean anything weird gun always it always like projected gun was the same amount of damage so like I basically unless I was using a skill to set up like a chain like a chained attack I just I just used my gun like yeah. in boss fights I was just shooting that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um, yeah, I have
2: this like uh, demon that fights for me, but you know what? Gun. Gun. gun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it just felt like an afterthought, like I don't know, maybe I just wasn't playing the game right, but I was like there's no reason my gun is doing the same amount of damage as their like strongest skill I
2: got. <laughs> yeah, weird.
1: Um, And story-wise it was just very fine. Mm-hmm. Like it's, Strikers as a spinoff made sense because it served as like an epilogue game. So there was kind of like, a, I wonder what happened to them after he went home <laughs> mm-hmm. and his year in Tokyo ended.
0: And Strikers is the Musou-like yeah. game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, But this game was very much just like a, everyone's still in Tokyo. It's like end of winter. And they're just like, one day this weird thing happened. And like the whole game is just based on this like, we got randomly sucked into this world. And it just, it felt like a fan game. Well done, fan game. Like, it was nice to spend more time with those characters. Because they're, you know, I really liked their base games. They were very, like, special to me, near and dear to my heart. But I just was, was, like, playing it like I I didn't need this game. Yeah. I beat it to see what happened. But, like, I was not moved by the emotional story beats. And I also just, every time I did a mission, which I think made it feel tedious breaking it up into missions but I would just be like, oh my God, there's more. <laughs> yeah. So I really wanted to like it, but I just did not.
0: What hour count were you like, man, this should wrap up soon. And then how much time did you put into it? Cause I feel like it was, you completed the first world and you're like, oh, I guess there's another world. I guess I'll keep playing. And then there was like uh, three more after that. or something.
1: I think I had like 25 hours almost on the nose mm-hmm. when I beat the game. I think I really started to feel like the fatigue after the second world. Mm -hmm. I thought
2: you were gonna say hour. (laughs) (laughs) Just trudging through. (laughs) Well, 23 to go.
1: I mean, from the jump, like after the first couple missions, I was just like, this is so tedious. Like, it just like, and then there were quests that you had to like do, like complete them a certain way to get the stuff from the quests, which I think didn't help. Um, I don't know what hour I was at when I beat the second world, but I they were like, "Here's another one," and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then there's four total. Yeah. So my my uh, unpleasant surprise to find <laughs> out at the end of the third world that there was another one. I was like, like "Oh my god!"
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You never want to find a new area in it, like at like a surprise new area at the end of a game and be like, Ugh, "Yeah, that couldn't yeah. have just ended."
1: I. I was I I thought the third would have been a good place to end it, but they they of course had to be like now you fight a god at the very end, and I was like I did we didn't need to. It really we did not need to do this.
2: All right, brand new concept, never been done before. What if you kill God at the end of this video yeah. game, this Japanese video game? Yeah.
1: And yeah. I I had a feeling I was like this would be a good place to end the game, but they're probably going to make me fight a god, and then I they did, and I was like who could have seen that coming? Yeah. So I don't know the D- I don't want to play the DLC, but they have one of my favorite characters from the base game in the DLC. That's not in Tactica as it is. And like, catchy. Yeah, and I'm like, do I want to suffer through this to hang out with him a little more? Probably not. We'll see. I don't know how much it costs. It's more than five dollars. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Well, shit. So, a rave review. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I know.
2: Persona 5 Tactica.
1: I very rarely suffer through something if I don't like it, but I felt obliged to see if it got better, and it did not.
0: Bummer. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry for your loss. It happens. Did you play anything else?
1: No, I read some books.
0: You gonna talk about books?
1: I can. I'll just basic synopsis of them. Um, Let's hear it. I read a book called Natural Beauty um, by uh, Ling Ling Huang. Okay. Um, and that is a story. It is a um, book about there is a company called Holistic. It is with a K instead of a C at the end, I think is the spelling. Um, the main character is a Chinese American. Uh, uh, um, girl her parents immigrated from China during I don't remember which conflict she said it was Um, she was a really talented pianist her parents were really talented pianists they moved here they taught piano lessons to make money and earn a living and they taught her piano so it's something that is a recurring uh, emotional plot beat throughout the book is like this love of music she becomes a student at the conservatory on a scholarship. Um, something happens to her parents, and she kind of like gives up music. And but she like she was very famous because um, she would upload videos of herself on YouTube playing. So she stops playing music and she drops out of the conservatory and she's just like working in a restaurant. And this woman basically approaches her and is like, "Oh, I recognize you from this. Like, how come you don't like?" Asking questions you shouldn't ask someone, being like, "Why don't you play anymore?" <laughs> like, "What are you doing here?" Um, she's just kind of like, "Oh, like I don't play anymore, whatever." And she's like, "Do you want to come work for me at Holistic and at you know, natural beauty store and it's like skincare and cosmetics and stuff." And she starts working there, and they're like just a bunch of weird stuff, like very cult, mm-hmm. cult thing. Like, just um, they make her start taking like they're like, "Oh, like we've prepared like you know." She, like, has this this interview thing. She, like, talks to, like, the lab technicians and they're like, oh, like, we're going to make you, like, you're the special blend of, like, supplements and stuff. And some freaky deaky things start happening because she's taking these supplements. Um, Just some nefarious things going on. She makes a friend named Helen who is related to the, not the founder of Holistic, but he was basically the, like, financial backer and he's kind of, like, funding a bunch of research into new products and some secrets about what they're doing kind of start unraveling um
3: i do declare
1: (laughs) (laughs) um big good book for fans of body horror um just like any kind of interest in like shady organization um but it was really good i heard that they are making a tv series out of it what is that called natural beauty okay i don't know if that's what the show will be called um but i read that like she signed a contract for it so don't know what series what what streaming platform it'll be on if you want to wait for that i really liked the book i thought it was really interesting um the stuff they did was really cool i struggle with body horror but it is also the thing that i'm like when I read a horror book, like I'm like, that's what I want to read. But it also is like the thing that like bothers me the most <laughs> not for
2: me. I don't like <laughs> really you don't like Cronenberg? Like uh-uh. Shit.
1: It's not as someone who is squeamish about it, I the parts near the end were kind of tough, but like most of the book, it was kind of just like a creeping dread of like realizing what's happening and then like the oh shit moments dropping near the end. But it's mm. not like In your face being like smacked with it. Mm. Um, Another book I read was Our Wives Under the Sea by... I just finished it today. Julia Armfield. And that is a story of two wives um, and basically like their failing marriage. Um, The one wife works for an organization called The Center and is sent on a three-week... Um, Sorry,
2: are they married to each other, or they're married? They're married to, to each other. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like two wives who are friends who are married to. No, that Bob makes sense. People. Sorry. Dougie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bob, um, calm down. It's okay.
1: The one is like I don't know what Bob exactly. Bob shaking his fists. <laughs> what exactly? She, she does something like something with like marine biology or oceanography or something. They never really say specifically what she does. She basically accepts a contract to work for the center and go on a three week submarine dive to like just do like a while a research trip and so the other wife kind of stays behind and like their marriage was like kind of falling apart a little bit prior to that um but the wife who's on the submarine her name is leah the wife the on the wife <laughs>
3: <Sugai! laughs> is that kind of a...
1: <laughs> her name is um leah um they're descending in the submarine and like everything is working <clears throat> but like the comms and the engine basically kind of like cut out like
4: mm.
1: <clears throat> they're like the co2 filters are still working like there's no water coming in like nothing is wrong and also nothing is wrong with the submarine it is just sinking and they can't stop it and they can't contact anybody so they end up being down there for six months so on land the other wife her name is Mary. she's like I don't know what's going on. My wife is dead, I guess. Like the the center won't tell me what's happening. XYZ. Um she, Leah comes back after 6 months and like not the same person. And it's about like the book is about grief and kind of how do you navigate a marriage where the person you're married to is no longer like someone you recognize. Mm thing about leah being different is that it's some freaky deaky stuff there too um she kind of starts like it starts off like she's like bleeding out of like her eye sometimes and she like wants to sit in the bathtub all the time and like just like she like won't stop talking about the ocean and then like her symptoms kind of progress and change so it's like it's kind of this metaphor for this person like changing in front of Mary and her not knowing how to navigate that. Um, and then it's told in her perspective and Leah's perspective, Leah's perspective is strictly what happened in the submarine. And there's some freaky deaky stuff that happened in the submarine mm. for six months. Um, so there's like a little bit of cosmic horror to it. There's some body horror to that as well. It's, I wish there had been more of that in this book. Like, mm-hmm. I think it really focused on their relationship, which I liked having the horror aspect as a vessel for that, but I was like, I wanted more of this stuff because I want to mm-hmm. know more about what happened. And they answer it, but it wasn't as well answered as I would have liked for it to be.
2: Sounds similar to Annihilation a little bit.
1: I thought the same thing.
2: Have you seen uh, the movie High Life? mm Sounds not the relationship part but like what might have been going on in the sub sounds mm-hmm. similar vibes to yeah life.
1: it reminded me a lot of annihilation i think annihilation had a better payoff at the end okay. like our wives under the sea was like very much like this romance story but also like about the relationship falling apart mm-hmm. more so than the like there's a lot of weird stuff going on got it it was still really good um she had a really beautiful writing style but it wasn't as much of the freaky deaky stuff as i would have liked for it to be
0: yeah mm. Mm. So. i'm a big fan of freaky deaky <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite kind of deaky yeah so it's
1: all the, way I the freaky I can describe it. it's freaky but that's really all i did i haven't been doing much okay okay
2: i like books i've been reading some
1: let's hear it
2: are you done yeah okay i'll go i'll go uh I've been reading a short story collection by Dr. Seuss. Thomas Legati, who is a horror writer. Uh I talked about about him in our 3 by 3 episode. Yeah. He wrote uh the non-fiction book The Conspiracy Against the Human Race, which is what the dude who did True Detective ripped off. Oh my god. Uh but he's got I'm reading a collection of short stories by him called uh Teatro Grotesca, I think is what it's called. Um and he's like like imagine if uh H.P. Lovecraft was good at writing and not racist. Okay. And was like an a, a Sicilian American in the living in the 90s.
3: How would he talk?
2: <laughs> um No, he's really good at writing weird fiction. He's so personal, like, so his nonfiction book, The Conspiracy Against the Human Race, is like a history of philosophical pessimism. So basically he's like, being human is evil. No one should do it. We should uh, go extinct because that's the best thing because consciousness only hurts you. Mm Yeah. Um. And he is like anhedonic, I think is what it's called. Like he doesn't feel pleasure. It's oh. like a psychological condition. Mm. Um, That's a good,
3: hold on, I might, have, I might identify with this fool.
2: <laughs> yeah, so essentially he like doesn't feel, there's like different kinds. There's some where you like don't have the, the urge to seek pleasurable activities. And then there's ones where you like physically can't feel like pleasurable. Okay. Stuff.
3: Is there one where you don't want to You don't care about eating food because you don't care about it.
2: Maybe you might be anhedonic.
3: That's hey. My horizons <laughs> have been broadened.
2: Uh, but no the the stories are all it's all like weird fiction. It's all most of them in that like in the kind of genre are written first person accounts of like this weird thing happened to me and here I'm gonna tell you about it. Um. And it's really good. It's very unsettling stuff. Uh, I I don't know how to talk about it without like actually just like reading it, like yeah. or like spoil, spoiling stuff. But like, like one like the, it, his, they're all very short, and he doesn't do a lot of world building. He just kind of drops you into this story. So like, one <clears throat> is a first person account where this guy's like, yeah. So like, uh, at the time, I was working at this like pharmacy. Uh, it was like the other jobs I had had where I was working at night, mostly alone. And I'll usually work at a place at night by myself until I have one of the visits. And then after the visit, I will move on to another job. Uh, and then he goes on to describe like what the visit is because he has this visit while he's working at the pharmacy. And it's basically like, he just describes how the light changes and everything becomes kind of everything looks like an oil painting it's like red and yellows and like the light gets weird and then like this like clown puppet descends from
0: yeah it's night shift some (laughs) some shit
2: that you can't see where the strings are going yeah and the the puppet will like play out his whatever job he's doing like he's like it it handed me a piece of paper he's like and i try not to look at it because it look it moves unnaturally and he's like the paper's just squiggles on it and he's like oh like i have to give the clown puppet some medicine like i have to play my part in this weird thing that's happening and then his boss gets involved and it gets weird uh but yeah all of his stuff is like that kind of style of like weird fiction firsthand accounts of like strange things happening but he's really good at like creating this very unsettling mood and not describing too much yeah and all the stories are like You know 10 pages Mm. so it's like a quick read it's very entertaining and he's he's very good at it um i highly recommend his stories uh he doesn't have any like long fiction he's like he's like the kind of writing i do belongs as short fiction writing and that's all i want to do
1: i respect that
2: yeah uh the other one i've been reading is called the employees by olga revin she's danish Mm -hmm. um and it was written in tandem with this art exhibit that a friend of hers did uh where that friend created these like weird objects in a room that you're meant to interact with or whatever but the book is told in these short interview uh accounts with a crew of people who landed on a planet it's sci-fi so they landed on a planet and they were tasked with picking up these objects from the planet and so each like it's the whole book is just a series of numbered interview excerpts so it'd be like employee number two three five interview seven four nine or whatever and it's just like them in a kind of like almost like reality show big brother style like sitting in a room like talking to a camera kind of thing where they're like yeah so I was, uh, my job was to make sure that object four, seven, three was always wet. So I was like doing my thing where I was like dumping water on it. And then like, I accidentally touched it and this weird thing happened, you know, and it's just like strange shit is happening with these objects, but it's all told in a very kind of like sterile workplace environment Mm. kind of vibe. So it's capturing like. The horror of having a job, uh, yeah. <laughs> while also like putting that in the context of like being on a spaceship with these weird alien objects. Um, and it's, it's like
1: Lethal Company, the book
2: kind of, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Touching that wet,
2: um, it's short, I recommend it. It's it's good. Um,
0: I might have to read a real quick. It's book. pretty
2: disjointed because it's just these little interviews, but you start to kind of understand this overarching story as you read them Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I added it to my list hell yeah I feel like I like like a creeping horror book I think is the genre I'm really into right now
2: and there's a lot of weird body stuff in there too Mm -hmm. you'll probably enjoy that
1: yeah I don't know it's like I'm like this scares me so much I'm going to keep seeking it
0: yeah I like being scared from a book it doesn't happen very often
1: yeah I like being able to control what I'm seeing in my brain
0: yeah I see enough. Sometimes weird. it's
2: scarier than yeah, that's also what you true. see on. Um, I watched a movie called Bo is Afraid, oh. Ari Aster, uh, Mr. Elevator Horror. Uh, <clears throat> made a bunch of money by making two elevator horrors. And then he said, I'm going to do a weird thing. I'm just going to do my own thing. And he made a movie that I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't think I liked it it is uh
0: they really named that man ass turd
2: (laughs) it's ambitious i'll give it that it's doing a lot um it is capturing very well what it feels like to have a severe anxiety disorder uh so i had a bad time watching it Mm. Uh, made me very anxious and made me feel bad and weird Uh, but i guess if a movie can do that then it's doing something right i don't know there was a lot of stuff where it was like it's just basically a series of things happening to a person and it gets weirder and weirder and weirder until the end
4: okay.
2: and deals with like all of his movies family, family shit, family trauma um it's three hours long i wouldn't recommend watching oh. it unless you like really want to uh i won't spoil anything in case
0: was he afraid of? Uh, everything oh,
2: okay. it's so the thing is that he's like paranoid and has anxiety and but everything that every irrational fear he has essentially comes to fruition as he goes
4: oh. um,
2: So yeah it's it's very very stressful one of the more stressful movies I've seen recently. Emily tried to watch it uh, while we were on our airplane mm-hmm. coming back from England. And she got, I think, like thirty minutes in. Was like, nope, can't. Ooh. This is too stressful. I love it. I'm in an airplane already, and I'm stressed out. I'm not going to add to that. Uh, and then I've been playing a video game on stream called Night in the Woods that Bob uh, owes me nine dollars for playing. Oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. Don't 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 send me money. I'm really enjoying it. So don't send me money.
1: I really want to play it. I haven't been able to watch your streams. And I apologize for that. Oh, that's okay. Um,
2: uh, I highly recommend Night in the Woods to anyone who enjoys story-rich uh, mystery... That's my jam. Exploration, relationship games. Yeah. So you were playing an anamorphic cat who just flunked out of college and came home to her parents' house uh, and is kind of reconnecting with her high school friends um and something weird is happening in the town Mm
1: -hmm. the art style is really cool the
2: art style is very cool the music is really good there is some rhythm game guitar hero style mini games in it that are hard and fun uh because she's in a band um you have a computer with your like that has an entire top-down dungeon crawler game on it that you can play Mm -hmm. um and then you have like ims that you can talk to your four friends with and so like at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day you can check your computer and be like you know oh what are you doing today oh i'm at work come see me at work today um and then so you you make your way through the town every day and talk to different people and then you have your like two main friends or at least Where I'm at, I have two close friends that both tend to ask me to do something with them that day and I can pick which one I want to hang out with. And uh, depending on who I pick, I have a little vignette that I go to and we have a little adventure somewhere else. Do you give them presents? No. I don't
3: think so. I don't think so.
2: Sorry. I think the game
3: takes place over the course of a week or two. So there's only a certain number of days that you can do things. So you kind of have to like pick which storyline you do, depending on who you hang out with.
2: Yeah. And I've hung out with both of them kind of equally, which I don't know if you're supposed to do that. But. I
3: think there's more than just the two options also. Oh yeah. I think there are other people you can hang out with.
2: Gotcha. Huh. We'll have to do multiple playthroughs then. Uh, and you have your parents too, who <clears throat> you can you can talk to and go visit at work and stuff. Um it's really good. It's weird that you're like an anamorphic cat with like language and sentience and clothes. And then there's also just four-legged animal cats walking around. That's yeah.
4: weird.
1: <laughs>
2: Bob I'm doesn't down. think that's weird. I like it.
3: It's goofy yeah. and, uh, and Pluto.
2: Bob likes the idea of uh, humans walking around on all fours, <laughs> naked and without <gasps> any self-awareness. Connor's kink-shaming.
1: Bob, did <laughs> you ever end up watching Odd Taxi? The anime, no. You should watch it.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay.
1: You would like that. There being like animals, but then also anthropomorphic animals. Okay. I think that would be up your alley.
2: Okay. Odd Taxi.
1: Odd Taxi. One word. Okay. One season.
2: Okay. One,
0: One season is good. Perfect.
1: One and done. It was great.
0: So that's all I need. That's what they call me.
2: Uh, night in the woods. Really good. Uh, you have dream sequences every night too. We have a little puzzle you play in your dreams. That's cool which is very nice. It's a good game. It's a really good game. The story is really good. The ca- the writing is really really good. Like it would be it would be so easy for the dialogue in this game to be cheesy with what they're doing and it's not.
3: Some of the characters are a little cheesy.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's like it, it it's fits. endearing. It fits. it fits the the vibe. Um I know a problem we talked about that you had with Gone Home was the like subcultural references making you feel like I felt a little reddity gone yeah. home felt a reddity to me this like could have easily been that but i think it works really well and like the characters feel well written and fleshed out and like yeah. their are like banters really good
3: i think yeah it like gone home felt a little cheesy when it was doing it this game it definitely dips into like the be gay do crime kind of thing mm. but it works because that's what the characters are Yeah, they're like it makes sense for their they're like 20 years yeah, old like and like gen alt. z like alts
0: um, fuck around find out
3: yeah yeah it's like it makes sense for their characters gone home felt like it took itself too seriously
2: yeah this is lighthearted but it also deals with like real shit yeah oh Me- my god I'm
3: so close to my mic I'm sorry
2: um, oh my God. based on the games that you talk about liking I think you would vibe with Ghana, yeah. or with uh, Nine in the Woods um, might be the, I'm,
1: I'm between games now it's now $10 time, like, uh, it's I short it. too it's in my oh, backlog yeah it.
3: it's not a big time commitment it's like how far do you think I am hours ish or something oh, like far. that like because so, it, it takes place like like I said over the course of a certain amount of time mm-hmm. so it like warrants multiple playthroughs so they, it's they don't drag it out yeah so you can like spend as much time doing mini games and stuff as you want, or you can like just hit story beats.
1: Okay, yeah.
3: Because I'm like four or five hours in. Yeah, you're on, I think, day two or three, and it's, I think, five days. Oh,
2: really? I okay. think so. I don't remember exactly, but it's... I've had three dream mm-hmm. sequences, I think.
3: Okay, so day three. Yeah, it's it's not, there's not, because the dream sequences happen at the end of every day, and there's only a handful of dream sequences. That happen, okay, so. so I'm
2: getting close to the end. I think so. All right, I'll probably stream it for the rest of the game. Next time I stream, I'll just play so. that and it's good. maybe finish it. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. I Hi- highly recommend. That's me. Sorry, I talked for a long time.
0: It's good. That's what podcast is all about? Hey.
3: Um, hey, can let me go real quick because I don't have much. I watched. Uh, uh, did I play a game? I played no games. Yes, you did. You what did played. I play? Cyberpunk. Yeah. I played more Cyberpunk. Nothing new to report there. Did you talk about it last week? Yeah. Oh,
2: wait, we didn't record last week. I've talked about it before. Okay.
3: Um, Cyberpunk's fine. I'm enjoying it still. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be enjoying it because I'm kind of getting bored with the characters.
1: How far in are you? Like hour-wise, would you say?
3: Six, maybe? Okay. Seven? Okay. Just, I don't know. None of the characters... Like, what I like about that type of game... Like the GTA style game is like, are these characters fun to interact with? Yeah. And all of the characters in Cyberpunk aren't that fun.
1: You need some, like a game like that needs some freaks.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to be like, oh, I see this person. I'm like, fuck yes. I get to talk to this person. Yeah. But all of these characters, they kind of just all feel the same kind of like. hmm Hey, we use cyberpunk slang, yeah. and like shorten words that don't need to be shortened. Just you fucking like scrinker. Yeah. Oh, what
2: was the one the other night? Enviro.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I don't, I just don't love the characters. they the gameplay is fun. I wish the story was more hooking me. Maybe because mm-hmm. I chose Corpo. the Corpo storyline, but I think you still get a lot of the same characters. So I don't know.
4: Yeah.
3: It's, it's fine. I'm going to stick with it until I get too bored with it. But I did watch a movie mm. that Dewey watched. At least Dewey. Did you see it? I saw, saw You saw it too? I watched Godzilla Minus One. I absolutely adored it until the last 10 minutes. Okay. And then
2: I thought- It's kind of what you said, right? You didn't like the end, I think?
0: Uh, I liked it. I, I liked like that movie, yeah.
3: It felt okay. I don't want. I'm not going to spoil anything. But when I say it felt a little anime at the end, does that make sense? Yeah. You were the one saying it. Okay, I guess.
1: I think it makes sense.
3: It just. I don't know. It it ended in a way that seemed out of step with the tone of the previous
0: hour and hour and forty five minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that can also be just because of the time period it's set in maybe yeah depending on what you're talking about well there's two things in particular I'm talking about but
3: mm-hmm. that aside not to spoil anything it's it just felt like the tone shifted in a very broad way in the last 15 10 15 minutes that I wasn't expecting and didn't I don't think it it like fit with my head canon of like what the movie was mm-hmm. and then at la- the very end it's like these things happen and i'm like ah, oh, uh, i get it for why you want why you i get why it would happen in the movie but i don't think i agree with it
4: mm-hmm.
1: it felt neat like a little too neat yes yeah yes but, especially was- for
3: how like like psychological the first half was and then mm-hmm. the end they just put like a nice bow on it and it's like yeah, I get why it happened, but I don't know.
1: See, my question was, did this really happen this way? Oh, because I was like, is that is that really possible?
3: Okay, so if that's the case, then I'm feeling more. Uh, that makes me feel better about it, but yeah, a scene in a scene in the hospital, mm-hmm. which kind of just threw the whole thing into the air of like, what is this? Why, yeah. what, why are we doing
0: this? Yeah, I that's think they why just wanted a happy like, ending.
1: Well, that's why I was like, did this, is, is this happening the way they're showing us it happening?
3: Because mm-hmm.
1: there's a whole, like he keeps like kind of asking the question of,
3: no, no, I'm saying in the movie. Oh,
0: the- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, at the end, the thing on, yeah, yeah. I
1: thought you were saying something with the no, no, headset. No, no. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. like, what? <laughs>
0: it's, hard, it's hard to describe. There's something with a character at the end where you're like, what is
1: well, that? Well, he also, it's hard to talk about it. Yeah, you guys really just want
0: to talk about it? No, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't we don't want, really have to talk there's about there's it. There's nothing to talk about. There's something thing. that happens at the beginning of the movie, and I already talked about how the movie deals a lot with like, uh, like shell shock and like PTSD, yeah. and he keeps being like, Maybe I'm still there. Maybe I'm still. He's like,
1: like maybe I died. Back maybe then. I died. Yeah. And so then, yeah.
0: Which is a normal thing for someone going through PTSD. Yeah,
1: but I was also like, he asked so often that by the end I was like,
0: Did he? Or is he still there? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
3: yeah if I if you think about it that light, it's the end is fine, but just a couple things where just I don't know. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's fair. I thought the like the way they did the like the colors in the movie were really cool like it kind of looked like technicolor to me mm-hmm. i don't know shit so this is probably me saying things i don't know anything about i was like that ocean is really blue
4: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. beautiful movie yeah. oh yeah they okay. still they still never really address why godzilla can uh can seemingly tread water without moving his arms yeah. and legs which i love <laughs> yeah but they could be like, all right, we're going to, we're going to, he's in the deepest part of the bay and it's just like him <laughs> floating <Yeah>. effortlessly. <laughs> it's
0: cool. He's, you can't see, but his feet are going crazy down there. <laughs> <laughs> on his little toes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, love- you know that thing, when you're in the, when you're in the pool and you're on your tippy toes going to the bottom. Like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I yeah, just, it's a great movie.
1: I love when he's a bad guy.
3: <clears throat> yeah, we need more Godzilla bad
1: guys. Yeah. I, I liked King of Monsters because I like Ghidorah. So I was like, yeah, let's go Ghidorah time. Um, but like the Millie Bobby Brown stuff, I was like, go away. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But I would rather see Godzilla. I would rather see Godzilla be a bad guy and still fight Ghidorah. Like that's my ideal Godzilla movie. True. But
2: True. It's fine. This was yeah, good. Yeah, more uh, whoever wins we lose situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But they did a good job. That was probably the first Godzilla movie in a long time where I like him on land. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Nothing I haven't seen. But Godzilla in the ocean, I was stressed. Swimming with his eyes out of the water. I was stressed out every time. (laughs) Like I was actually like, oh, I'm a little scared of Godzilla. (laughs)
0: Ooh. Yeah. Good movie, though. I liked it. That's good. That's all for me. I, uh, as listeners of the Game of the Year will know, um, I went back and finished Lies of P.
1: You finished it? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: Lies of P is the game we talked about forever ago. I think I've talked about it twice now. Once when the demo dropped, once when I played a little more with Tyler, and now I went back and at 30 hours... um, have completed the game i talked about a, a bunch on game of the year and the the rest of the other categories that we did for it uh but so i've already talked a bunch about it but yeah it's it's probably the best version of a fromsoft game and i've talked about it before about how uh it it's the first time that i feel like we need to come up with a new term because it does enough new things that uh it exceeds the expectation of like mortal shell and uh these dime a dozen souls legs quote unquote uh i mean it it follows the same stuff you have like a basic r1 and r2 which is your light and your heavy depending if you're running or standing and how long you hold those buttons you do like different move sets for everything uh it still has the same like leveling up system the cool thing about this is that uh that i don't think i've talked about is that it has the same uh specialty well it has like r1 and r2 but it has like the specialty uh like fable arts they call in this game that feel like the uh the, the best thing i can think of is like h- the houndstooth in uh elden ring has the special attack where you dash forward and then you like teleport back and then hit him again fable arts are all set on triangle and that's uh you have like a bar that you can fill up to either do uh one there's usually like the weapon i have has like a quick dash forward attack and then if you have three of your bars saved up you do the quick dash forward and then you do another like jumping slash uh and then there's also a l if you hold l1 and do the special button there's another specialty so all the all the weapons have like light heavy and then like two fable art attacks um you also have the legion arm which again i talked about how it feels like it's a sekiro kind of thing that you can upgrade your arm as well as like your weapons and stuff like that Uh, posture bar is also there like in sekiro there's a cool bit where you can get materials i didn't talk about this in game of the year but you get quartz which you can then slot into your uh like you have like a sphere grid like a tree and after you there's like four uh spheres on each grid and you have to slot a specific amount of quartz into each of those and once you've unlocked two of the little spheres you go on to the next one and it can be anything like if you fill up this sphere with four quartz then you will unlock the sphere that it has so like there's a sphere that is like uh get an extra item in your pouch like okay but the when you're slotting the quartz in you can pick from attack uh items ability and there's one other one that's like defense and you pick like oh i have four abilities to choose from from attack so it could be like every time you attack a a a character you get like a little bit of health back or something that they have like little abilities that so you're basically getting these like like minor abilities and then unlocking bigger ones and this that's the best way i can describe it so it allows you to kind of customize your your care your p you this is when you activate your p organ that's what you're doing with the quartz Activate uh, it. <clears throat> another cool thing i like about this is that it feels kind of in the bloodborne way of it doesn't matter what you wear because you have different outfits but they don't do anything with like actual uh stats i mean bloodboard does a little bit it does a little bit it um, doesn't really matter but, but for most of it yeah uh, the cool thing about this, though, is that the outfits are all cosmetic. so you can have oh, your sick. so you can have your style. Like you can have. I've been walking around with a top hat, um, this like a
1: clown nose. A clown nose.
0: I think they. I think I just act- watched a girl go for the jock again. Shouldn't <laughs> be surprised. I got a. I got like the king of pirates, which is le- or not the king of pirates. I got the. I'm, sorry I'm, about, I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> sorry. I'm thinking about. I got. I got one piece on the mind. I got the king of puppets where he's wearing like this old Royal, like the bit, like it looks like his quads are like exploding. Cause he's got the like little, uh, yeah. Uh, but you can also, I think there was a DLC for Christmas. So there's like a Santa hat. And then the red nose, I think came with that for like Rudolph. And there's like antlers you can add and like a top hat. Uh, funny enough, there's like these like square, like green looking glasses that just make me look like I'm like in the matrix. Uh, but they still fit with it because you're like dealing with like alchemists and stuff like that.
1: And they show up in the cutscenes too. Yes. <laughs>
0: so there'll be this very emotional cutscene. i will zoom in my character who has like a clown nose and a top hat on uh, in the best way. Uh, I love that shit. Yeah. Uh, but the cool thing is, is that you can still upgrade. Like obviously, you're upgrading your stats to, you know, health, stamina, stuff like that. But you have the way they do your actual gear is that you have parts obviously because you're a puppet mm-hmm. that uh you can mix and match like uh obviously there's there's an there's a specific item and, and as you add on more obviously you have to take a take the like account how much of the capacity you have because then you can get the slow rolls just like in other souls games but they have ones where it's like this is going to negate x amount of damage for every time you get hit this one you attach this item you uh are going to have more resistance like slashing damage or blunt damage or... And you basically can pick and choose what uh, parts you're equipping to yourself. So you can be like, okay, I'm going to go to this boss battle and I'm going to equip this because he uses a scythe that's going to slash me. So I'll get rid of slashing damage. But he also has this AOE shock move. So I'll attach uh, this liner to my... uh, This quote-unquote liner to like my gear that uh resists electric stuff because they have status effects in this game as well
1: you could do that with the weapons too
0: yeah the weapons you can uh you have uh the cool thing about this game that uh i don't know if any other souls game does is that you're you have weapon durability but it's like in real time so in the middle of a boss fight especially there's a status that's called decay that can like like fuck you over not only your health but like the kazik your gear yeah um you have a grinder that like in the middle of a fight your weapon durability goes down so you have to hold square to grind to basically sharpen your weapon mid battle or like i think that's one around. of the
2: coolest mechanics that they added that isn't in another souls game. yeah uh
0: the cool thing is is that eventually you can upgrade your grinder so if you hold l1 and then press triangle you uh can get like you acid to it grinder premium yeah exactly you pay five hundred dollars and you can you get to match with anyone basically you know exactly how many feet away they yeah. are yeah um but yeah you can do it so it be like i i have one now that i sharpen my blade and it adds like critical da- like the amount of critical damage i might be able to so. have but there's also like electricity there's decay uh acid there's like all these different status effects did you talk
1: uh, about before the, like, mixing and matching weapon parts?
0: Oh, I forgot about that. That is another thing I t- didn't even talk about on Game of the Year. Uh, you can take the blade or the the uh, top of a weapon and mix and match it with the bottoms of the weapon. So you can, mi- like, boss weapons that you get from, so- like, the souls of bosses mm. are just either one weapon or you can get an amulet for them which amulets just like another thing you can attach to your character that it will either like heal you over time give you more salmon stuff like that you know the the mill like stuff you would think about attaching to your characters to boost them but uh yeah I, i've got like uh this thing called a booster glaive which if you hold r2 you like wind back like you're doing a heavy attack but you dash forward because it like shoots out flames as you're like it like rockets you towards people but i attach that to a giant saw blade so now i have this weapon that has like probably the longest reach of like any of the (laughs) weapons in the game because i attached it to this thing that shoots me forward and uh even if i don't hit them if i just dash forward like i'm probably within proximity even if they're super far away Mm -hmm. but you can do the same thing like you can put a dagger on like a police baton and stuff like that and just mix and match and like experiment and you can use different materials to change the properties of them too because you have like a technique which is your decks kind of vibe and then you have another which i can't remember off the top of my head there's more strength and then you have specific weapons that are i forget what they call them but they're gus is snoring (laughs) they're like uh specialty weapons Mm -hmm. uh specialty is like usually uh gonna affect like your legion arm because you can also like i said sekiro First off, you start off with a Legion arm that has a like uh, hook hook shot where you can shoot it and then bring people towards you or you bring yourself towards them. It depends on like how far you upgrade it. But now there's like uh, one that shoots mines that you can place. There's one that like electrifies. There's one that shoots fire. Uh, there's just like so many different ways to customize your character that I feel like it's doing way more... Um, than even a lot of like the og souls games just in like because it's you can customize your builds in a lot of way in a lot of ways but like you're not now confined to like these weapons like you can mix and match the weapons and, and now you have this like s- all these different like weapons you can mix and match uh weapons that the first time i've been like the arm stuff like i don't know It was it was it's really cool just like experimenting with stuff uh in that world and i talked about it before i think it has a a story that's not impenetrable and you have to watch a youtube video to like fully comprehend and it has a a story that goes places that i wasn't expecting and it's really cool oh yeah i need to play that game and if you're into weird uh what is a human kind of thing obviously a lot of pinocchio stuff deals with that but it does it in a really good way
1: Dewey, I think we should play Nier Automata next.
0: I know, I know. Everyone always says that. I know, I started...
1: especially on the heels of this game. I, I know. I, a lot of
0: people have compared it to that, too. Okay. So, Hell yeah. I will say the only thing is that... Because I I have seen a lot of people who are used to Souls games kind of complain about it. And the one thing that I did see online is that it, it wants you to parry more than a lot of those games. Like the, in the, and also the perfect parry which are perfect parry is what's
2: like i tripped up on
0: yeah you have to get used to the bosses because they do these attacks where they flash red where you can you can't dodge and you can't um block them you have to perfect parry them and i think uh it's frustrating at first it still is for a lot of the bosses but like i think it's because the timing for it is like super hard it's just like a very tight window And even once you're used to it, you have to kind of adjust sometimes to like the tells of bosses that are being crazy. Uh, Yeah. Got some really cool bosses too. A lot of like second phases that I was not expecting. A lot of really cool boss entrances that like uh, feel like they're in that bloodborne like, oh, here's the second phase of this guy. But like one character like takes off all its armor after being this super like slow, uh, but like impossible to like parry and dodge because they like speed up slow down takes off their armor and like shoots up in the sky and is like shooting lightning down at you uh and it's like i don't know it's it's great i think it's got a really cool vibe it looks really great and on top of that it's uh one of the few times that i've been playing a souls game and haven't felt that really uh that unease of like oh, i have to get in the right headspace to play this because it's going to make me feel bad i've always been like no, i kind of want to see what this is i can get over the bad feeling of getting smoked and losing all my souls that i've talked about nice with a lot of souls games that's what i did hell yeah oh my god mama mia you guys want to take a quick break and then talk about news
3: i don't need a damn break
0: i'm good without a break but if okay i can speed break. through it because there's a, a bit but we can go through it real quick <clears throat> Uh, there's been a video going around with a Switch flash cart. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there is a Twitter called After Time X, and they uh, are like a modder and uh, do that whole kind of thing. Let me see exactly what they're. I got to open up the tab because they have what they are. After Time X for the gentleman slash woman hacker who, et cetera, et cetera. They're basically like (laughs) hackers. And uh, they posted a tweet that has this crazy flash cart that they stick into a switch, which the most important part about this is that it is a uh, untampered switch. And they press the cart down. And every time they press the cart down, new games are popping up on it. So the idea is that you can get like a terabyte memory card or a micro sd put it in this switch cartridge this mock switch cartridge and they figure out a way to bypass some of the firmware to just basically play roms or like download stuff yeah uh it's a very cool video to watch because every time they press down on it it's like games are like moving around and stuff like that so i don't know how it works but it seems like it's some sort of thing like you press it down and then it will like add the next game that's like in your files and stuff like that no idea if it's real but um it seems like it's from a reputable sport uh reputable source uh and a lot of people are interested to see what happens with it and uh, if it's one of those things uh if it if it is what it seems like it is it's probably going to be one of those things where you can play it on uh untampered switches but you might have to go offline and uh, make sure your Switch doesn't get bricked because Nintendo can usually check for stuff like that. Oh. This is a really good one. There's a rumor that Illumination uh, is preparing a pitch to make uh, this Nintendo movie. Donkey Kong. Close. Kirby. Ye- Close. Star Fox. Close. S- Metroid. Close. Are you saying close because they're all Nintendo properties? I'm saying close because it's a Super Smash Brothers quote unquote uh, uh, Avengers oh. movie. Oh, no. With multiple spin-offs, guys.
2: Oh. <sighs> Who no one asked for this. We
1: don't need it. I didn't really need Mario. And I <laughs> I don't really need this Zelda one they're supposedly doing.
0: I don't know what you guys are talking about. I want to see everyone here. I did also, I think somewhere in here, uh, it should be noted that an upcoming Legend of Zelda live-action movie is being produced by another studio. So, maybe we'll have two Zelda movies. Oh, a second one. Yeah, because we've talked about how they're doing a live-action movie, but obviously Illumination wouldn't be doing that, because Illumination does like...
1: Despicable Me. Despicable
0: Them. Um, And so... What I'm thinking is if they're going to have multiple spinoffs and stuff like that is that they're going to have this live action Zelda and then they're going to have uh, Zelda and Link show up in the... And yeah. One can only hope that we have two Legend of Zelda movies after having zero. Aren't we done with this? No. Done with... Isn't Marvel over? There's still time. The kids don't know yet, Bob. Don't you want to see Mario punching... Pikachu wouldn't that be crazy if we did that but you didn't have to worry about the sweaty guy at the party being like no I'm really actually good and uh (laughs) etc etc it's gonna suck I can't wait I got another story here um there was another uh did we ever talk about the the Insomniac uh, internal data being, like, leaked? Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember. Well, they, they finally leaked uh, 98% of it. hmm The other 2% is either stuff they're withholding or they probably sold off because they were this ransomware group that basically said, hey, who wants to buy this? And probably no one bited it, bite it, it. So they uh, there's a total of 1.67 terabytes that they dropped including what appears to be Insomniac's upcoming wolverine video game or at least like parts of it Mm -hmm. um the worst part about this is that it it has a bunch of um people working there's like information
1: oh yeah it doxed a ton of employees yeah
0: that was the main thing that was upsetting which hey i've got no problem with hackers but let's just see screenshots of uh a, a, a cool game i guess rather than someone's address.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's an update on that. But because of that, they responded and basically, I'll, be, I'll read the end because the rest of it doesn't really matter. On behalf of everyone in on I thank you for ongoing support during this challenging time because they did not pay. Uh, they basically just say, thanks for being nice to us about this. Um, but, and they're working on, like, figuring out who to do it, who did it, et cetera, et cetera, because it's this group, but who knows? Who done it? Who done it? Uh, So they responded to that. I guess that's about as much, because every time there's a new leak, I'm always, like, of course, I'm bummed for people who work there, but I'm always, like, uh, there hasn't been, like, an Insomniac, like, sign-in thing. Like, there's, like, EA and stuff like that. But I'm like, I wonder if they have any like data on like people who just play their games. Mm. I'm sure they do. Yeah. There's a bunch of uh, stuff that is coming out soon or maybe leaked just a few days before for Final Fantasy 7 info. I think this is all stuff that was taken from, uh, what's that GameStop magazine? Game Informer? Is that the one? I'm opening the tweet right now. Oh, yeah. Game Informer preview details. Um, there's a bunch of stuff here. Main story will be about 40 hours, over 100 hours with side content. Side content makes up 80% of the exploration-based content. Uh, they've added, like, a new town that wasn't in the original game. Uh, unique battle system with Cat Sith where where uh, he summons Moogle. Okay. Or the Moogle.
3: They don't even know magic. Why would you do that? I don't
0: I um freely climb that was good right <laughs> it's pretty good thank you really well, harry potter joke
3: uh, i'm just a big fan of the author
2: deck building
0: card as a person just her political beliefs use specific chocobos to climb tall walls or guy uh glide around i liked that little aspect of the newest final fantasy i wish they did more with that Really climb short cliffs and ledges in the open world so it seems like they might be taking some of the stuff from the final fantasy 16 where you have these like smaller this small like open world where you can run around and do stuff in uh and hopefully expand on that because it's not that i didn't like that uh part of it it just felt like very limited in a in a world where we have so many open world games that do that stuff super well it's not that type of game but i don't know Felt limited. What were you gonna say, Bob? In a world, <laughs> in a world, classic dude. I hey, remember that. Maybe remember nineties? Yeah, I love nineties. Only
2: nineties kids look at this one.
0: Uh, there's been a. I know, Bob. You were really excited for that new Marvel's Blade. I was game. There's a, Eternal Reese window of the 2027 game, Marvel's. Blade. Unfortunately, it sounds oh. like Bethesda Softworks, Arcane Studios, Leon uh, had that show off of the game and now it looks like some uh, internal stuff has been slowly leaking out to Jeff Grubb of um, Giant Bomb who has uh, a lot of... What's the word? Connections? A lot of connections. He knows a lot of... he leak, He be leaking... <laughs> he'd be leaking you know what's crazy you know though? when you're in a fight and you hit a man he'd be leaking wasn't like the window
3: between sonic 1 and sonic 2 like eight months <laughs> yeah and now we gotta wait they show us a game and we gotta wait six years before it's a playable demo yeah just stop
2: showing us stuff it's, and then you think
0: about it'll how- come out
2: when it comes out and don't 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 give us release dates either I just wanna mm-hmm. wake up one day and be like, oh. Yeah, just when it's done, show me.
3: <laughs> Don't let me know ahead of time.
0: Jeff Keel is like, and that's gonna be coming from Arcade Leon. We are so excited. Next up, we have best OST of this year. And the award goes to Sea of Stars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. <laughs> Next up. That's my uh It's
1: pretty good. That's it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, pretty
0: good. I just gotta just gotta talk really quickly with pauses that should feel much longer but are uh five seconds shorter than they should be what do you think would happen if him and ben shapiro talked to each other that'd be great <laughs> just, just you know what, fast talking at each other you know what also would be pretty great is if uh you think
1: jeff keely would understand anything he's talking about though
0: no <laughs> i also think
2: uh jeff keely would be better dressed <laughs> This is true. Which is crazy. He'd be wearing adult clothes
3: at least. Yeah.
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> he wouldn't be
0: wearing a,
3: a Build-A-Bear suit <laughs> he squeezed into. Uh,
0: I'd love to see his license to see how tall he is. <laughs> All right. Um, the head of Harmonix recently did an interview with Game Informer and released uh, some interesting bits about Fortnite Festival. Have you seen this? No, I haven't, but I heard it's good. Yes. So... We've been talking about how there looks to be a mode in Fortnite that Harmonix has been working on. Harmonix, of course, the the people behind the rock band, and it sounds. I, if
3: you ask me, it's Ringo, George,
2: Paul, and Simon.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who's the other one? Ringo. Simon, do you think Simon Garfunkel? Ringo. One of the- <laughs> Ringo Starr. Beatles. George Carmichael. Kastanza. Oh my God, Michael. Phelps
0: <laughs> Steve Jobs <laughs> Hold on
3: I can't even think of it
0: Come Ringo he Paul He walked off funny He got me. shot Got shot George
3: Oh my god Straight
0: George Straight was in it
3: <laughs> I can't tell if you're doing a bit or I know you're... I was And now I literally can't remember <laughs> Paul It's me uh-huh. Paul Stanley Ace Frehley <laughs> Hold on hold on hold on Ringo I'm George. the drummer George Uh huh Paul played
0: bass. Uh
3: huh. Good at bass. Who is the other one? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes, the most famous one. The most famous one. I thought that was Paul.
0: I fucked up. Nah.
2: George is dead. Paul is dead. Paul is not dead. But remember, Paul is dead when you we play it backwards. Him, yes.
0: Number nine. Who's the other one? He got shot. It's a. It's another
2: apostle. You got Paul, and then you got Michael. Oh come on, Archangel Michael, who he, is it? He married Yoko Ono. Yeah, I know, I know, John, I know. I John Lennon. John Lennon.
0: <laughs> John Lennon. Jesus Christ! Why do you walk like that? Okay, sorry, sorry for the diversion. Anyways, that no, was worth it. Speaking of rock band and diversions, it looks like they're going to be working to have some legacy guitars work with the rock, like the actual Fortnite, so you can jump into Fortnite, plug in your old rock band guitar and play question yes i never played a rock band instrument whoa how do those peripherals hook
3: up is it like usb USB? yeah okay
0: depends some of them are wireless some of them have a usb dongle thing okay so that Um, shouldn't
3: be too much of an
0: issue no not at all nice uh i'm excited for that it looks like they say here that key points are new songs every week when epic is back on from break um no plans on making new guitar instruments. Mainly, just support of the old ones and allowing third-party companies to make peripherals that work in the mode. Uh, goal is to develop festival into being the biggest and richest and deep, deepest music game experience that anyone's ever made. Look, I'm sure Epic and Harmonic are evil, but this seems
3: like <laughs> a cool thing. I think right?
0: Harmonics maybe a little less. I think Epic, yeah, because Epic bought them and then was like. You're going to make the Travis Scott uh, Festival, okay? That's what we're doing now. This seems cool, though. Like, no. I wouldn't expect them,
3: they don't need to do support for the old peripherals. No. It's cool.
0: It, and it, they're doing it in a smart way. They're like, hey, if you have the guitars good, uh, third party wants to make them and, cool. And yeah, letting third we don't party. Have to, we don't have to make any and lose money I on them. It, They could have easily said, hey, if you want to make
3: controllers for this, pay us X amount of dollars yeah. a month yeah and you can have access to our proprietary like software
2: epic might be evil but they seem to be good at paying attention to the people who play their games and and doing things that they think their
0: yeah that's true
2: clientele would enjoy that's they're true. also
0: going up against steam so they have to do whatever they can yeah. and they're also fighting google and apple and so they have to do anything to be like no we're the cool company guys yeah and it works yeah and that's why i love them but i will never use their store other than play fortnite and rock band i i, mean, get free, I get games free games every, every, every day week or week don't don't care I got
2: sometimes g- i'm like well i'm gonna I, i'm gonna buy this game hang on let me just search epic real quick yeah. oh i own this game already for free
0: yeah it's a good feeling i
2: hate it Woo. I don't know what to tell like,
0: you. I like paying for stuff.
2: Like that happened with Control. I was like, oh, I'm going to oh, stream yeah. Control. Oh, am I going to have to buy Control? Oh, wait, no, I got it for free from Epic.
0: I think it's like an ep- I think Alan Wake is too, is like an Epic exclusive, yeah. too. I know Control might um, have been. So, a bit of news to piggyback off something I said
2: in a bonus episode. It was leaked that the Elden Ring DLC will be mm-hmm. coming out February 2024 on Reddit, unconfirmed. Who fucking knows? Yeah. But. YouTuber, Sekiro Doobie, who goes into, <laughs> that's his name or their that's name, his, I don't know. That's his
0: legal name, please stop laughing. <laughs> please
2: stop laughing, it's not funny. Uh, who is a person that like goes into Souls game codes and like looks for like uh, cut content and stuff like that, found in a recent patch that there is code for like 30 new bosses. Oh. 30? That's a lot. For the Elden Ring DLC oh, and shit. potentially new endings uh there's like a a cut content thing that was like going into nbc's dreams um that they might do in the dlc so uh the
3: dlc is you fight 30 bosses at once
2: yeah (laughs) no that's some like challenge run situation uh can i beat elden ring when every enemy is uh (laughs) running at uh melania
0: sounds like some shit someone would do they have done
3: it
4: Uh.
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> That's Trump. that was good that was a good bob, one, bob. thinks
2: that trump's still president <laughs> uh yeah i He's mean my president just wait hey we'll see when what's J- happening this weekend huh yeah <laughs> JFK. oh shit oh you said you're going to dc this weekend right <laughs> no no <laughs> you asked me to feed your dog <laughs> Pop, okay. please turn off your phone before you go <laughs> please put it in an airplane mode. Hey, don't don't send me selfies again this year when you're, what when i had you're... to go to the
0: bathroom where else am i going <laughs> to do it that's it. Woo! Welcome. This is the new year. <gasps> do we have any? Oh, we do. Should we wait? Should we save it? Let's save it. Okay, let's save it. Let's. Save the... w- we oh have vo- we have voicemails, and I would love to play them. Because funny enough, I said we'll play them next week, and then someone who called back, being Tyler, said, "You guys probably aren't going to play my first message." And I was like, "I said we would." So now, Tyler, we're not playing your second one either. Until next time, and then we'll play both.
2: Hey, leave a leave a third. We'll play all three. Make it do a trilogy.
0: You can read this email real quick. A blog post about your last episode. Hi there. I came across your pod, and you are doing an awesome job. I built an AI app that lets you generate content from your podcast <laughs> blog, social media posts, summaries, and more. Yeah. it's It makes creating content for your podcast really fast. I wow. said, they said some other stuff. I said, name two episodes. <laughs> It'd be funny if you guys replace me with an AI. <laughs> well, it looks like Zoe's really willing to come on with AI. Okay. Okay. Uh,
3: I would love to generate content.
0: Yeah. I'm <laughs> struggling to do it, Brawdog. dog. Anyways, <laughs> I was that was me. I was
2: uh, posting content. If you want, uh, if you want more content like that, go to Dewey's OnlyFans.
0: No, go to the Patreon.com slash the flock where you can see us
3: serving content
2: yes
0: uh go to our discord
2: uh it's better than instagram it's better than blue skies it's better than x reds yeah it's better than it's not better than youtube i won't go that far
0: no nothing
2: (laughs) and uh tell a friend twitch.tv forward slash x metal slime at twitch.tv forward slash respectable street twitch.tv forward slash trillion underscore chat and twitch.tv forward slash sincere c-i-n-s-e-r-i
1: yeah you got it
2: damn that was good the flow six nine the flow
3: six
0: nine the flow (laughs) six nine (laughs) i made a mistake
1: i just wish that those emotes would leave my frequently yes. used
0: yeah, yeah. i just keep up. adding them <laughs> up i
1: keep clicking them
0: <laughs> thank you for
2: joining us Kelsey. do you have anything else you want to plug
1: no i do not thanks for having me y'all thank you thanks big
2: dog <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah don't forget to dap me up if you see me on the street <laughs> yeah.
2: or someone you think could be yeah just uh, approach femmes on the street and <laughs> tap them
3: yeah. off. That's our homework for Let me tap
2: their hand. <laughs> I want to tap their hand. I want to tap their hand.
0: <laughs> That's it for this podcast. I'm Dewey. Bobby. Connor. Kelsey. Thanks for flying with us. Happy, Happy New Year.